My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we're talking the queens of summer, absolute bop givers, just mwah, chef's kiss of a happy good time sister. But before we get into doing our little deep dive into sister, we wanted to just, you know, share some of our, you know, summer bops from the past couple years. What we like listening, what's the vibe of summer for us. So we're going to start with Amanda. She's going to give us a top three summer bops. So I have a hard time cutting it down to three. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best here, guys. Because I, like, I have a huge playlist on Spotify called, like, the K-pop summer mix. And it's, like, five million songs. Not really, but, like, it's a lot. So <laughs> anyway, my very, very favorite top of the list is Our Summer by TXT. It's just it's just a good summer bop, and I love it so much. And I'm still mad that they didn't release that sort of, you know, in the summer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. If you haven't listened to it, you should. Somebody was on the internet, uh, on Twitter the other day, talking about how TXT has no bops. And then it was like, what? Are you kidding me? And she's like, I've never even heard that song. I, I was mad. Anyway, our summer. I like it. It's a good summer song. Um, I'm going to go with Vibe by One Team. I love that song. It just, again, it's a good vibe. It's a good summertime. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, like a summertime song is put your the top down on the convertible that I do not own and, like, drive along the beach, you know, blaring the music loud. And that's a good one for that. And then I'm going to go with Cocktail by Icon as my number three because – it's just a good song. It's a chill. It gives me a real, like, evening party by the pool vibe. Like, nice. and I dig that. So, yeah. Cool. That's it. That's my three. So, I have an actual playlist that I started. Uh, it's called If Social Distancing Was a Thing We Had to Do. And it's like <laughs> a summer playlist. But it's all, like, kind of, like, fairly new stuff. Um, mm. So, I'm just going to pick three random ones from that because they're all pretty good I'm also the same like my summer like vibes tend to be like what you would be riding in the car with that's just what like is reminiscent to me of like my summers and how I spent them uh so the first one I'm gonna pick is Searle and Jay Parks Don't Say No it's a Mm -hmm. good song it's fun second one is Low Hanging Fruits Ride Aboard that one's like probably the perfect one for like kind of the car trip surfer type thing you know it's got Mm. that vibe I'm from Florida so of course that's my vibe and then I think I'm gonna go with Kyung Jae Hwan's A Remote Star and Satellite all like they're pretty much all indie stuff but they're good good songs to kind of keep in your car maybe like at night when you're driving along the beach and warm out and there's a little bit of a breeze nice very very nice For me, like, okay, so my summer vibe is very, like, cheerful, super poppy, like, sunshiny nonsense. Love it. (laughs) Like, the cheesier, the better, the boppier, the better. So, my top three, as of right now, would start with Wave by A.T.'s. Chef's Kiss. Obviously, it's a summer bop, literally written to be a summer bop. Um, (laughs) After that, we got Millions by Winner. I don't know what it is about that song, but I could listen to it, like, on repeat and be totally fine. And then finally, one of my favorite songs, Dance the Night Away by Twice, which is so summer. Just chef's kiss, summer, good times. Also, the music video just so innocuously summer like just everything about it so uh yeah those are that's that's what i'm into so this would be an easy one for anybody to guess but breathless by astro Mm, because the entire music video is like on the beach and stuff it just makes reminds me of that i would have maybe picked baby but like breathless is just more that way the real by in flying just because see if it has a music video 
I always think about the music video whenever I listen to the song. So the reel, because it takes place on a little boat, <laughs> a little fake boat, where they're looking for a mermaid. To me, that feels like summer in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Thank someone you. else picked Wave by ATs, I pick Illusion, because that was the <laughs> opposite song on the same album. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> song, which I remember when I voted between those two songs. I voted for just both in equal measure because they're both good songs. I really didn't care which one they were going to promote first. Mm. But inevitably, Wave got a lot more stage time, which is a bummer because Illusion is kind of more piratey and... We do like the pirate vibe. Yeah. So... Do indeed. It's very imaginative. I like Illusion with that. So those are my very quickly picked... (laughs) <laughs> summer songs, because I spaced on the fact that we were going to do summer songs. It's okay, man. I was I mean, spaced on the entire episode that we were doing, so... <laughs> Very true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're being real, like, I would probably, if I was picking, like, an actual, like, summer playlist to, like, play, it'd be, like, Weezer. <laughs> if I was actually going to pick something, like, Surf Wax, America, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh. I uh, I love Summertime by uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, like mm-hmm. Will Smith. I love that mm-hmm. song, Summertime. That one just, yeah. Literally so, anything by the Vanga Boys just screams summer to me. Very true. <laughs> it was funny earlier today. Uh, I made my husband watch a couple of new K-pop music videos, one us specifically, and because he likes them. And he's like... Man, you know how sometimes when you listen to a song and it just takes you to a certain, like, place in your mind? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, this reminds me of when we go camping because we always play your K-pop playlist. I'm like, dude, that's the only time you let me play K-pop to you on those trips. So I said, that is not a valid point. He's like, okay. Fine. Did he like the music video, though? I think he did, but he wasn't, he, he's never very, he, he doesn't get hyped about much. <laughs> Especially cool. since that was like his main comment. I'm like, okay, so we're not going to talk about like the fact that there was awesome fighting and all, <laughs> all the blood. It's good. Like, you know, we're just going to go past that. And then I showed like, him. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I even showed him 80s. And that might have been when he's like, I'm reminded of when we go camping. I'm like, thanks, buddy. That's that's not a comment about the music video, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and people wonder why I, you know, on the podcast, you guys call me kind of slightly the murderer. Because my husband says stuff like that. Like, oh, well, we'll just see if you survive later. I'm not quite... <laughs> It's so just funny like, because the two people who actually legitimately like like murder stuff and true crime. Yeah. You're the one. That, like, is the murder of the group. Right. Yeah. Or just, like, mm. a couple months ago, he goes, I don't really like in-flying music all that much. I'm like, oh. <gasps> well, it's been a good marriage. It's been a yeah. good run. We're done now. <laughs> These years have been well, but gone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, you're trying to test me, aren't you? <laughs> we'll see if you wake up tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe you will, maybe you won't. We're gonna find out. You just took your life into your hands without knowing it. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew what my expression was then, because I don't really do really good poker faces. So I wish I knew what I looked like. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Probably. Sister, sorry. Sister. 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 Oh my God, I love Sister. I love, love Sistar. Top 10 girl group, for sure. If you don't know Sistar, you should go listen to them and then come back and listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and we'll introduce them to you. So Sistar is a four-member girl group under Starship Entertainment. They debuted in June of 2010. The four members are Hyolin, who's the leader and the main vocalist. Bora, who's the main rapper and dancer. Uh, Soyu, who's lead vocalist. And Dawson, who's the vocalist and visuals. They are interesting in that 
two things. I think two things make them, well, I guess three because of the Summer Queens, but we'll talk about that. The thing that makes them interesting, first off, is that they are Starship Entertainment's first group in general. Mm -hmm. Not just girl group, but in general. At that point, uh, Starship had only debuted one other person, and that was K-Will. So they were pretty high up in the food chain for Mm -hmm. most of their career at Starship Entertainment. The second thing that, like, is a little bit different about Sistar is that they had a pact within the members that if anyone wanted to leave the group, that they would not continue on as like a, a, a less version of themselves. It would always, Sistar would always be the four members. And so when their contracts were up in 2017, Mm -hmm. that's when they decided that they wanted to disband. I don't know of any other group really that like, disbanded in the way that Sistar did I think a lot of other groups disbanded in like that they had to because they kind of were falling in popularity especially like at Starship too but they all just kind of like kept up with the pack that if you know one of them wanted to kind of go and do their own thing that they were gonna respect that and keep the kind of group alive uh Mm -hmm. so they have since disbanded everybody is always like very sad about this because they are considered the queens of summer bops and that's basically because they debuted in summer their comebacks tend to be in summer so Mm -hmm. they've done a lot of like summer type theme things and they also just do it really well and a lot of people are like sad that they don't have the summer bops that sister had given us since they had disbanded but i personally can never feel okay saying that i'm like sad about it because of how great their disbandment was Mm. and like how great that the the members have been going on with their lives and doing the like mm. things that they want to do. Cause the two that wanted to continue on with singing have continued on with singing. The two that wanted to act more have continued on with acting. Uh, so I just think it's like a really nice disbandment and di- nice kind of like story, especially for girl groups, which I find yeah. is not the That's issue. That's not usually the case. Yeah. No. It's usually like, you know, bad, like 21 or, you know, it's uh, they stop in popularity like FX when they like, yeah. fade out and, yeah. yeah you know or there's Definitely. like you know some sort of nasty conflict or something like with the company or between members or something Bad so it's nice that like yeah yeah that's a little bit of a brief like synopsis of kind of like the rundown of their kind of backstory so I'm gonna like kind of go into like their music style and some of their dancing style because there's some things that kind of change within the group, especially towards the end of their career that changed their sound. In the very beginning, uh, Sistar like, has definitely kept up with it, but it, they, they had a heavy dance pop type sound. If you want to compare them to anyone, it's definitely like 21 or like early for a minute. They also did a lot with Brave Sound and Brave Sound mm-hmm. has a sound. So <laughs> like if you've ever listened to anything that they produced, you'll know the kind of like music they were and then towards the end of their career they started kind of like getting more heavily in or leaning more heavily into their vocals and a lot of like r&b especially in their b-sides even though a couple of their main tracks kind of had an r&b kind of sound but they definitely started to lean more into their vocals and like focusing on that especially because Hillen and um, So You are pretty strong vocalist in the group. Yeah. And so I think they kind of use that to their advantage. Sistar has one unit. It's called Sistar 19. And that was with Bora and Hyolin. And they actually uh, debuted that like a year after Sistar debuted. And that unit actually is what changed their dancing style too. And changed them into a little bit more sexier concept too. Because some oh. of the, like the... The, like, that's line dancing that they do a lot. It stemmed mm. from that unit for um My Boy. They have a ton of music out for a group that's, you know, only been out for seven years and kind of concentrated on Summers being their comeback. Mm. They have two full albums, six mini albums. Then the Sistar 19 has one mini album. And then they have, like, a ton of other, like, solo albums. They also did a lot of work with OSTs and then all the members have worked on solo projects themselves, specifically. So you and Hyolin are the, the two that actually debuted as soloists, and they have a, a backlog of a lot of their music, um, especially uh, with Starship. When they disbanded, 
all but one person stayed with Starship, and that's Soyu. So right now, Soyu is the only one at Starship, and she's still doing music. She actually just had a comeback, like, a couple weeks ago with Gotta Go. He only just had her come back, and I don't remember the song title off the top of my head. What is it? Say my name. She just literally today that we're recording. Oh, I was about to say, is it like now that it dropped pretty oh, much? Yeah, yeah, like this morning it dropped. Um, so she had an, an um, Helen actually started her own production company. So she does all of her like producing and stuff by herself. And then Dawson is in, was it love currently? Uh, yep. She was also in He's Psychometric. For Was It Love, she's pretty much the second female lead. And He's Psychometric, she's the the pairing that everyone loved with yep. the kid oh, from okay. King Monarch. And then Bora was just in Dr. Romantic 2. I don't know what her actual role was in that. But she was also in uh, God's Quiz Reboot, the fifth season one. She, pl- like, plays a character. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. A character. A character. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil things, but okay. like, it's definitely in it enough that you see her in almost every episode. So so they're all still doing stuff. A little bit of like a backtrack on some of the things, because I forgot to mention this. Um, I think it's interesting how the some of the girls came to Starship, because they were destined to be idols no matter what. I talked about this a lot or not a lot, but like some in the EXID episode. Hyolin was supposed to be in a group with uh, Hani from EXID and a couple of other people that are well-known. I don't remember which groups they are off the top of my head, but that group never panned out. So she left JYP audition at Starship and got into Starship. And Soyu was literally in the like last final rounds of however they do things at Cube where they do like rounds of like elimination or rounds of presenting of stuff. She was in the last final rounds to be in four minutes. So she was primed for four minute debut. She the like very last round, I guess she messed up over one of the other members and the other member got in to four minute, then she did. So that's why she left cube, then went to starship and they basically like, debuted around the same time like they're on stages together too which I think is kind of fun when you're like oh those two like spend a lot of their their years together and now they're in two different groups mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> that's kind of a quick backstory about Zistar I mean there's like a lot of other stuff that like especially if you're like super into the fandom you would know um, more about their name is based on uh, like a phrase it's like that they're sisters that were born to be stars or going to be stars and so that's how sis star came to be i think what makes them a little bit different too in terms of kind of like mass appeal outside of k-pop is that they were kind of more forward in the styles that they were choosing Mm -hmm. like especially with hyolin like actually preferred to tan and that's not something that's like obviously a thing in korea and yeah uh the way that they kind of carried themselves too they're kind of like a group that doesn't care (laughs) about like (laughs) everything and they'll also just kind of like mess with males that get in their way essentially because they're very they're (laughs) Uh, their songs are very poppy and fun. They've got a sexy mm-hmm. vibe to them, but they're definitely yeah. like, you don't care. Yolan and so you are pretty like strong personalities that just kind of like overtake everyone. And I think it's due to the fact that they pretty much early on got pretty popular. Like they haven't, they never really had like a time in their entire existence that they weren't on the top. Like they pretty much from their first single were like winning awards do we want to talk about a little bit more about their music and some of the like music that you guys liked or yeah I'm gonna be honest like I like pretty much everything that they put out because as I said your girl likes a poppy good time and that's kind of their you know their thing I think that I was introduced to them with the music video Shake It which had was that the one that had Wano and yeah yeah that's Wano yeah, yeah. they were they were little actors in it yeah I know they were they're so cute yeah. um and I like I heard that and I was like oh we's doing this okay like mm-hmm. 
so that was that was it for me. Uh, that was, and I just, mm. and then I play uh, I play Touch Your Body all the time. Actually, so I was <laughs> I was just listening to Sister like just oh you know in preparation for this episode and uh, to show how much I do listen to Sister, my husband who knows very little just base base minimum about Sistar comes in after about mm, three hours of me listening to just Sistar on repeat and goes, hey, have you just been listening to Sistar for like several hours? And I was like, I might have been. They have a distinction of sound that he knew that everything I was listening to was Sistar and just yeah, they definitely totally enjoying like, it. They changed up their sound, but you can still you can tell that it's yeah, Sistar. And yeah, especially and I think that like it kind of backtracks to like how much of a success they have and continue on because they just kept up with their fans. You know, people mm-hmm. liked what they put out, and then they just kept up with it. Yeah, I just think they're great. I think for me, so I really didn't have that much exposure to them because when I was um, trying to learn through K-pop stuff, I just didn't run into them all that much. I did run into Touch My Body probably pretty early on. But I went through a lot of picky phases during my K-pop journey. Like, back in the day, I didn't even like EXO. There, it's been a journey. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, that's okay. So the fact, so the fact that Touch My Body didn't exactly draw me in isn't really indicative of anything now, necessarily. It just, at the time, that's the way it was. But I've actually seen more of them on the acting side. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm actively watching Was It Love? So I see Desam a lot. And then I saw I saw her in He is Psychometric a little bit, because I watched some of that show. And so then, when I started looking into them, I'm like, yeah, I've seen these actresses, like, a lot. And then... When I started looking at their solo stuff, it's like, I've seen all this. Like, I, I kind of know some things, but I didn't really know just because I I actually asked that we did this topic because I wanted mm-hmm. us to talk about Sistar since they are the queens of summer bops. Because everyone says that, but if you're not initiated into their music, you're like, but why are they the queens of summer bops? Like, how mm-hmm. did that come to be? So, I really enjoyed having this excuse to like dive into them and learn more about them and watch their variety appearances, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I really like how they, they like personalities and stuff. Cause yeah, they really don't oh. care, but they're nice they about it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not mean, but they really do have like actual strong personalities. Yeah. They're just go getters. Like, I think something that's pretty telling is when they're on um, Knowing Bros or Ask Me Anything or whatever you want to call that show. And they, they always have to fill out a form with, like, their student information, quote-unquote. Yeah. They all filled it out. They were male. That's what they put themselves down as. And they're like, why did you put this? And they're like, because <laughs> they're like, you obviously are not male. So, like, why <laughs> you? And they're like, well, but we actually are pretty boyish, like, when it comes to, like, how we are. Like, that's just... That's how we mm-hmm. see ourselves. And then on another show, they were talking about someone brought up, oh, when you're like at performing at music shows, do you guys talk about the other, the boy group, the boys you see a lot? Because most groups, they do that. They'll talk about, you know, the opposite gender and like who's pretty or who's attractive or whatever. And they're like, honestly, we never talk about boys when we're doing that. We talk about like work <laughs> or other interests and like we literally never talk about boys. Like, that's just not our thing. And the, you could tell that the hosts were like, oh, I don't know what to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love them because they're like, they're, uh, we're not here to please you. So if we yeah. wanted to talk about boys, it would be because we wanted to, not because yeah. it's like your opinion and on I girls. Think, either I like talking about boys is fun, but we rarely talk about boys because we have a lot of other things to talk about. And it was like, boom, like, <laughs> loved it. And they weren't trying. And again, they weren't trying to be snarky necessarily. They were just like, "This is who we are. Like, we're not going to pretend yeah. like we are these debutante types. Like, we're not. Like, yeah, you don't talk about boys near as much as you think we do." <laughs> you know, what? it's kind of funny because most women I know don't talk about boys as much as boys think that they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like you could tell that their ego was hurt a bit, and they were like, "We don't care. We don't 
talk about boys that much. What I was going to say was, I really enjoy, so you already talked about I Like That, Mm -hmm. but, like, that is my favorite song of theirs. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite title song as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a ton of them that I really enjoy, but I like that. It it hits some things for me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I do like their stuff, typically. I mean, I enjoy their poppy ones, but I do like some of the later things. I just think they're neat. So it's your favorite song, Amanda? I really like OK Go and Shake It. Mm. But the one that sticks in my head that, like, if I'm thinking about it is um, Hey You. Like, that. Like, it's just <laughs> so within my head. Like, yeah, okay, there it is. Like, that, that's the one. But I had to laugh when I was watching the videos when it, um, I really like the video for I Swear. And, um. When it got to that scene of them, they're like grocery shopping, and that, and I just totally thought about us last summer, like when we were <laughs> when we were shopping together, and I was like, that feels, that feels like the way for friends grocery shop, because yeah, yeah, we were yeah. just throwing things in yeah. the cart, we're like, yeah, this, this looks, looks good, good. This looks yeah, good, yeah, this yeah. looks good. Do we need the soju? It has like you on it. <laughs> We never did drink that macchioli, and I regret it every moment of every day. <laughs> Our biggest regret from that summer. <laughs> Forgot the macchioli in the fridge. Man, and we had plans to do stuff, and we could have, like, oh. redeemed ourselves, but stupid COVID. <sighs> oh, well. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing to fine. do. Nothing to do. <laughs> I am. Um, so I personally, like... I love them all, but like all mothers, I have my favorite, <laughs> and that would be Dasam. I love her, um, and I also love my favorite thing that she has done is this show that she starred in that was not very well received and not very popular called Virtual Wife, and it's so cheesy and cute and sweet that you just cannot help yourself. So she plays a sort of ditzy, um, like, celebrity who goes on a variety show where she has to, like, you know, like a We Got Married style show. But instead of it being with another celebrity, it's like with... uh, this like professor, this like math professor <laughs> who um, whose family runs like a very famous like traditional kimchi like making situation. Like they're, <laughs> they're like really well known. And so the mother is like hates this girl and is like, she's so stupid. She's like, she's going to ruin all my son's prospects. But then it turns out that she has like perfect taste and can like discern like the right kimchi you know like <laughs> if someone's using fake kimchi that they're saying is theirs like and it's just it's so dumb and I love it it's only like 12 episodes and I love it so much <laughs> just one of my favorite like Dawson like variety shows is she was on I Live Alone yes and, oh my God. and during that episode she like decides to go on a hike but like I guess she was in uh like a a family drama or something it was pretty popular so all the ajamas were like stopping her on the trail because they absolutely loved her and so everybody was just like loving her because of acting you're like most of the episodes are kind of talking about sister too like you're like these women know nothing about who she is as like an idol she just they just like assume she's like their favorite character on whatever drama it was (laughs) She's so sweet. Like she, she is. is. She's so cute and like. Mm, sorry, I just, I just love her a little bit mm-hmm. more than the other one. That's okay. It's so okay. fascinating because well. her character on Was It Love is a is a celebrity actress person, but she is a brat. She is mean, and so it's really funny to see how different it is from, of course, her personality. But mm-hmm. like, you know, they. It's a, an exaggerated character as far as, like, how many yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. But I find that it's, like, usually to play a character like that, you have to be nice in real life. Because if you're not, you wouldn't know 
Like if that's who you actually are, you like, know how to play it because you wouldn't realize that you wouldn't realize that you're a monster, right? Yeah. You know, like an example is the actress. She's ahead of like a non-smoking campaign. Well, of course, like she smokes in secret, but she's also a jerk mm-hmm. about it to her manager, like giving him heart attacks about like almost revealing to her fans that she's smoking, and he's like, no. <laughs> So for me, when I first got into Sistar, because I didn't, I, it was fairly late. Like I remember not being around with them for a while before they disbanded. But uh, the first music video that I saw of them, I remember is uh, Give It To Me. And I was like interested because if you know me, like I really like vocally driven stuff and then R&B. And so that they kind mm. of like have that in that one. So I was like interested, but I am not ashamed to say that my favorite of the group is So You. And that's because of her OST song off of the Goblin soundtrack. Mm, that, like, really, so like, solidified good. me, like, um, making myself, like, listen to all of their discography. And just, I love So You's voice so much. And I think she's so good at adapting to whatever she is in. Like, she can do the Sistar stuff. And then she can do, like... The thing like Gotta Go is like a little bit different, but then her OST ballads are really great. And then she kind of does kind of like indie kind of a coffee house vibes for a lot of her mm-hmm. um, other solos that are like not the main solo comebacks because she's like pretty consistent on doing stuff and like doing stuff like uh, the song she did with Oven, Raindrop, is one of my favorite songs of all time. She's so good. They're all really good, but like yeah. she's the one who like really made me kind of go, oh, I should like listen to them more and then I found songs like crying which is like really kind of like really heavily into R&B some of their b-sides that like that and like the way you make me melt and bad boy just those songs are so good and that's like really what like kind of drove me in and then also just their personalities like so yeah. it was really fun because uh, she just doesn't care and she's also very like outgoing and she's just the type of person that like everyone kind of wants to be around her but they all feel comfortable with her too Mm -hmm. uh like she has a youtube channel that she updates very frequently and it's like a vlog centered channel and she just like has anyone and everyone like she's one of those like she does not care if there's like a male in her like (laughs) like she'll like she has like a model best friend you're like most idol girls would not do this but then they're so you <laughs> i mean they all have their charms don't get me wrong yeah. i really love mm. all of them but like so you just in general she, re- she resonates i probably just know heolin the best because mm. like sister was disbanding around the time that i was getting into k-pop so like i didn't and i at the time i didn't do a lot of like deep diving into older stuff I just sort of went with whatever was coming across mostly OSTs and stuff that was coming across at the time so I was more familiar with Hale and like before Mm. before we started you know looking into Sistar for this so um I I like her I like her style I like her music and she cracks me up like when I was watching that I mentioned it before watching that video and she's just like at the live stream concert she did and she's like oh yeah right I'm doing music okay and she it basically like hits play on her phone so that she's got a backtrack and then she's like sitting at like a bar stool in the kitchen with like I don't know could be a mimosa could be a smoothie I don't know what she was drinking but it's like nine o'clock in the morning in Korea and she's like uh, like you're lucky I'm here and she's yeah. like singing Dolly and she's like doing her head but like that's it like you're getting upper body choreo when I'm sitting on this stool and that is but I love you and thank you yeah. for coming to my concert bye like, she just good. doesn't care like there's one episode of Running Man that she was on and I'm pretty sure she was the only member on it but they were doing stuff it was I think it was the one where, like, all of the Running Man cast, the males were, like, behind doors, and they had to, like, figure out something. I can't remember. It's, I can see the image in my head. I just can't remember what it is. She was having none of it because they were, like, obviously, like, because Running Man does that thing. It's, like, the one thing that I don't like about Running Man, but it's that thing. It's, like, you know, all the males are, like, ooh, the female that's not part of our cast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was, and, you, like, and you know, and they're all, like, 
married, so you know that they don't yeah. actually mean it. There's, yeah. like, episodes of, like, Running Man that, like, they did, this is a tangent, but, like, earlier on where they did kind of, like, a, a healing camp time thing, and they all were, like, saying how sorry they were that they had to do the play up those types of things to uh, Jiho, and they thought that she was actually most amazing, like, person, and, like, they... They didn't. They didn't really like that they had to, but they were doing it for entertainment thing. It's like a very sweet episode. Um, but this episode, I mean, she was just not having it. She was not gonna have anyone like flirt with her. She was like yeah. tearing down it. Oh, I think it's the one. Uh, maybe it's the one she's on because she does on uh, one with uh Shonu. He's on because she does a lot of like they all do a lot of stuff with Monster X because all of them actually were part of the the rounds. They were you know, had input in, who, mm-hmm. in Monster X was going to be Monster X during their X-ray, or not mm-hmm. X-ray, yeah. but their, you know, show, their no survival mercy. show. No yeah, and also, they're one of the top artists at <laughs> Starship, so of course, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. around. But yeah, she, like, she just does not care at all. And then she also has a lot of cats, too. And she's yeah. very funny with those cats. I just think they're great. Who's your favorite guy? <laughs> You don't have to have, like, a I favorite, think, so. I really think it's Daesong, probably, just mm-hmm. because I think she's adorable. She's so cute. I kept on wondering, when I was watching the Running Man episode, when they were on it and Shona was on it, and they were just doing play-up stuff, but a lot of times when they would show up on something, people would be like, oh, Bo-Ra is Sistar. Like, was she kind of the face of the group or something? I was curious about that. I don't understand how visuals work in K-pop groups. Mm. I've never actually looked to see what the visuals mean. Cause I always thought it would be the, like the, the face of the group. Mm. Then that meant that, that they were, you saw them the most in non-leader type roles. But Bora, I think was the one who uh, got the most reality show stuff. And so that might be why she's considered the face of the group. Cause she was in that um, show with Heechul and, who else? Hani and, oh, I'm blanking on her name. The girl from Kara. A group of them. And they were doing, like, a kind of, like, they would do, it was, like, a real, it was a kind of sit-down, like, beauty-focused show and that mm. sort of thing. Mm. Um, and that, I think, was pretty popular, like, especially, like, outside of K-pop mm. world, too. Uh, I just, I feel like that's why she was. But okay. I don't know. I don't know them enough, especially in that regard yeah. to be like this is why this person was yeah this. i was just curious the way even the running man because i understand it was in the context of that was even when they were pleading for partners and stuff so like i understand mm-hmm. that it was being played up at the time but it just seemed like every once in a while people would mention like oh bora's like the face you like when you think of sister you think of bora i'm like that's interesting i wonder i kind of wondered why that mm. was but yeah I mean, they're all great. I appreciate how they act together because I don't feel like any of it was fake. Yeah. And they didn't necessarily always play up like, oh, we love each other 24-7. Like, they were talking about, like, conflicts and give each other space. It was obvious that, like, Daesung likes to stay at home and the others usually didn't at the time. Like, they would go off and do their own stuff and they would talk about it. Yeah. And it's really a testament, especially now because they all still like hang out with each other from time to mm-hmm. time. Like they go out to eat together. All of them have done the gotta go ch- dance challenge with. Yeah. So you, they all still are kind of active on each other's Instagrams and like, or like they'll bring up if one of the other people are in something. And I think that's just, they had a really good working relationship and understood. Mm. And I think that also like ties to their disbandment pack was part of a really good working relationship and understanding, Hey, if someone wants to not do it, it's going to show you're going to understand that someone's Mm -hmm. not into this. And then also we're a unit and we are doing well together as the four person thing. So there's really Mm. no reason for us to push it just for the sake of it. We're still popular because they were still like insanely popular. popular, And at that point, I don't think they had any sort of like scandals or anything like attached to them at all to even like make it like a pinpoint to like, Oh, well, but like at this point in their career, I, I think it's, they were pretty solid, solid hits, solidly known to like be brave enough to be like, Hey, 
we wanted to do this. I don't know for sure who was the one who actually wanted to do it. I would assume Yolan, but like Yolan and Soyu were still doing solos while mm-hmm. Sistar was a group. A lot of stuff. So they still had those like opportunities. It was just brave of them to be like, no, our contracts are ending. We had a good run. Let's just like focus on what we want to do now and like kind of leave with this really good yeah it's like good vibes and good timing on leaving you're not leaving because someone left and you're trying to like make a three-person group or you're not leaving because there's a scandal you're not leaving because things are happening in the company it was just i I think it's a really Mm -hmm. beautiful thing to like understand that about your group members especially when you know they're just put together into a group they it's not like they were like oh i know like, Kylan's like, I know, so you, let's, like, make a group together, because that's not yeah. how that K-pop works. <laughs> it's not yeah. like they were, like, a garage band. That yeah. they like, <laughs> I think that's a really good thing, too. And I think they also probably, you know, got out when they needed to get out, too. Right. Do, do we think that, like, even though everybody talks about them being summer, like, queens and, like, missing their summer bops, do you think that, like, now they would still be producing the, the hits with the competition now yeah competition three, is different four than years later be. you know yeah it's sometimes smart to go out on top right yeah like yeah. it almost stings a little bit more so because of how a lot of the similarly aged girl groups and other agencies how they disbanded or stopped being active or all these things because there's such a lack of that age of girl groups still being around, that's why it's a little bit more sad, though. Like, it's, yeah, it's good that they ended when they wanted to. And, yeah, definitely, like, awesome. But especially since there were so many girl groups that pretty much got killed over various not great reasons or agencies just being crappy to girl groups when they yeah. get too old, yeah. quote unquote. You know, at the (laughs) ancient age of 27. I know, but let's be honest, Starship doesn't have a running, like, good backlog of even with their male groups keeping them past a certain amount. So maybe they just got really lucky. Like, right. mm. Like, it's great that they got out when they wanted. I mean, as an as artists, they seem like they got fulfilled in the group sense, and then they were able to be happy with what they continued to do and still be friends on whatever level they choose to be friends on. It does not get better than that. Like, yeah, I do understand this like sense of like you know longing for like especially like a group like Twenty One to like have had that type of peace because obviously they didn't mm-hmm. have that peace, and you still see kind of the effects of that today for the most part like obviously we don't know everything when groups kind of just like disappear because i'm also like a big miss a fan when they disbanded they had been doing nothing for a while and so it's like you just never have that closure because it wasn't like they did a song it was hit and two minutes later they were done although i say that and four minute did that and they were disbanded but like (laughs) but like you know there's like a there's something really great, especially the, the the song that they chose to like end on to is very mm. sweet and nice. And, and the, like the way the, they did the music video. video yeah. Like, oh. It's what you hope for every single group that you really love to do. Yeah. And sadly that doesn't happen. No. Right. No. I guess all I was saying was also it's unfortunate that there's a void of older girl groups. Yeah. 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 That, that's just kind of the bummer that we all like in general. It's a bummer. Sister specifically, I'm totally glad that they followed their hearts and were able to yeah. do exactly what they mm-hmm. wanted to do. It's really a good thing. I just, I kind of want, are they second gen? Is that what you would call them? Maybe? Are they second gen? Yes. Yeah. 2010 second gen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wish at least a couple of second gen girl groups were like really, Still really around. active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember like when that new JYP song with uh, with Sunmi came out, and somebody was like, "Why can't he just do songs with, you know, female acts his own age?" And it's like, "Cause there are none, because they don't <laughs> let them keep making yeah. music past thirty. Yeah. I sort of love the discourse around that because like he's not fucking them, like <laughs> you know, and they're and they're oh, acting yeah. like yeah. he is, and they're yeah. acting like he is, and I'm like, they're dancing, like chill out <laughs> i danced with my gramps too doesn't i feel like also <laughs> yeah. like we love sunmi we did an episode on her and she's great 
but she yeah. doesn't have the pool that JYP does for the general population. And so her doing that collab is a strong work move yeah. for her. She'd be honestly stupid not to take that in. Like, unless she actually doesn't want to do it, then that's fine. And, like, you can yeah. get out of it, whatever situation. But if she's, like, totally cool with it, the fact that she will be in a position where she is going to be exposed to audience who would never have listened to her because of her being K-pop. That's a great strategy and like a great networking thing. And it's just, that's what I think also that's like what K-pop people don't understand. And maybe it's just because they don't know how music works and how, especially in the entertainment uh, industry in general and like other fields, obviously, but like, the connections you make with other people are the strongest yeah. thing that you can do. And it's the biggest thing. And and when you have music, collabs are that. That's like how you further your career and further your future. They're not doing anything like scandalous in there. She hasn't come out and said she was com- uncomfortable the entire time. So might as well have her this like really great chart topping thing. And it's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. I saw on Soompi that there is going to be a show helping older female artists get more notoriety again. And I was like, that's awesome. And not that Queendom did that, but it's kind of like when Queendom was a thing and now they're going to someday make a kingdom and they did Road to Kingdom. And I'm not saying that that's Mm -hmm. bad, but it's kind of like, no, the point was to get the girls to get attention. Like, yeah, female idols especially once they age past though 23 i don't know (laughs) like whatever age they consider old giving them more like opportunities to shine and give them more stages to be on do it like it's great especially now because there are a good amount of older k-pop vocalists who have been in older groups that are actually like soloists right now and they're not getting the attention they deserve because people just don't know think if like there's an audience especially audiences that don't see the stages or like the audience that will only watch for their faves and then kind of zone out in the entire time if there's like another platform like this variety show i think that's a really good stepping stone and the variety shows often you know go past k-pop people too so that's right. also another thing, you know, when you have a, a greater audience, that's a that's a nice place to be in. Giving artists pretty much another chance at just being known by the general public, like, that's always a great thing. Because mm. that's a very difficult thing to control, especially when, if you're talking K-pop specifically, there's a lot of artists, man. So yeah. many artists now. So many more than you even think. Yeah. Right. Like, I obviously do not know the answers to this, but the interaction between K-pop and the Korean general public that just listens to music at all, there is a huge gap with that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to explain that since, like, we don't live there and we're not Korean. But, you know, there can be a popular K-pop group as far as internationally or even kind of Korea-based. Like, they have a lot Mm -hmm. of Korean fans within their fandom. But, like, the general public still might not really have any clue who they are. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is kind of weird for us to think of internationally. But, like, that's the way K-pop just is over there. Yeah. So it's hard but, you know, It's hard to grasp that sometimes. When I think about, like, Western pop, it's the same for me with Western pop here. Like, there are those songs that you know because you hear them when you go grocery shopping or you're in the restaurant or whatever and it's playing, but I have no idea who the group is or the singer or whatever, because that's not my focus. That's not what I'm in. I, if you played me that song, I'd be like, Oh yeah, that song. If you said, do you know the song by so-and-so? I'd be like, no, who's so-and-so like, I don't know. Right. And then Mm -hmm. they'd play the song. You'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Right. And I'm sure K-pop is sort of similar. There's songs that, some songs get radio play and some don't and some that, yeah. you know, grandma recognizes because she hears it at the supermarket or whatever, but she has no idea who sings it. And mm-hmm. like, we tend to focus on such a, I don't know, we're so narrowly focused as international fans on a specific subset of Korea that it seems weird to us, but. Right. Mm. 
Yeah. Sorry I went there. No, that's the thing. No. <laughs> Never apologize for interesting, scintillating conversation. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we always have to admit, like, we can only compare it, like Amanda was saying, we can only compare it to, like, the way we interact with Western mm-hmm. pop. Because yeah. we obviously don't live in Korea, so we really don't know how it works. Yeah, we don't live in Korea. Also, like, we all have limited time to yeah. research and dive into this stuff. Because it's obviously, it takes time to, you know, do all and this and listen Korean to the music. Too. There's a lot yeah. of <laughs> Yeah, you can't just listen to a song and immediately know exactly what they're saying. Like, the group that doesn't isn't fluent in Korean, you know. <laughs> so there's added stuff, but yeah. Hey, there's a pandemic gone and it's a yeah. good time to learn things. So you yeah, never know. Definitely. But yeah, go go check out Sistar. If you mm. you probably have heard of them before mm-hmm. and you might love them already, go re listen to them. But if you haven't checked them out, go check them out. Definitely. You won't get your heart broken as far as yeah, they disbanded, but they're all happy. There's no yeah. reason to about it like there's nothing there's no bitterness and their songs are still good great way to just enjoy the fact that they're great female artists that two of them continue to sing and like keep supporting them and awesome be there for them it's good times man really is i love them i definitely if you haven't actually given them a shot past their titles just do it i don't i don't think you'll be disappointed I, I, like they have a good amount, yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you just talk about kind of their more R and B side of things, there's even a good spectrum of that. Like, yeah. Even just that, or even if you prefer the dance pop, they still have a spectrum of that. So like, mm. they cover a lot of the bases, and they're adorable and they're funny. Yeah, if you see them in a variety show, watch. <laughs> it is, it's nice to see female artists. They seem like they're themselves most of the time, and that's mm. always a good, like, I don't feel like they're acting most of the time. I mean, they have to be within the idol box. And they even say that. They'll be like, well, I'm an idol, so I can only do X, Y, Z. Like, they're very aware mm. of what they were saying at the time. But, I don't know. They seemed, they seemed genuine. Oh, and listen to their new stuff. So Soyu, Soyu, she has Gotta Go. Mm-hmm. She has her... Say my name. name. Say my name. Before we exit here, uh, we're just going to talk about the stuff that that's coming up that we're, like, excited about. Personally, I got two that I'm real pumped about. Suju D&E is uh, oh, to have a comeback coming. Yeah, Ooh. I'm excited too. Yeah, yeah. Also, our sweet boy, our sweet baby, first solo album, One Ho. Hey yo, his his single that he released like oh, put release in my yeah. freaking feels. Ugh. Oh, that's one my like, god. Don't watch if you wanna, you know, not like you, wanna cry. <laughs> oh, it's so I mean, it's, it's good, so good. But... and like the song so. <laughs> Another little fun Natalia and husband tale. So we're, you know, moving as we're in the middle of moving across the country. And um, so we have like no furniture here anymore. So basically all that's in the bedroom is a mattress on the floor with like no lamps or anything. So I was just lying on the mattress with the lights off and I was just listening to the song and I had put it on a playlist of just sad K-pop songs. So Matthew was in his office, like, reading the newspaper, because he still has an office chair, because he's working until Friday. And um, he, he was just sitting in the office, like, looking down the hallway, because his office faces the bedroom, at this darkened room, mm-hmm. where I'm lying on the bed, listening to, like, just absolute depression music. <laughs> and he comes in, and he's like, hey, honey, like... Is everything okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Like, I just been listening to sad music. And he's like, whoo, <laughs> I was worried there. <laughs> like, some pretty depressing stuff. And it was just because I listened to Wano, and then I was like, <laughs> my baby. My baby. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's so, what I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. For me, 
there's this really great subunit coming out the end of August. Uh, day six's subunit with yes. Yankee, Wanpil, yeah. and Condone. I am super excited for it. I've already pre-ordered the album. I think based on the teasers, it's very piratey. It's like there's a lot going on. They keep on like hinting towards things. Two of the songs are with the Denimals, which is their like stuffed animals. Little and characters. <laughs> I don't know what that means, especially because like the teaser little like story that they did before it um had a like Stone's character sitting and like watching the TV and mm. very cute and like I I don't know what's going on, but like they kind of look piratey. There's water involved. They've been playing this for a while. It's actually part of the Book of Us series, so it's like a continuation. I just, I am super excited, especially because there was like a teaser of what like types of songs there might be, and one of them might be R&B, which Day6 really hasn't done. Like TikTok is probably like the most R&B that I can think of off the top of my head. Doan's also the leader of the group. Oh, that's (laughs) really funny. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Young K has specifically said that he was the Mockney of the group. I'm just like so excited for it, especially because I do think they're going to be on stages and stuff, which we didn't get to do for the last comeback, which now that I'm unemployed, I can watch them. So that's a fun thing to think about to do. I mean, like I wish the other two were there, but it's okay. It's okay. They are, you know, doing their thing. They're, being healthy and being great and being wonderful and they can look from afar and be proud dads to the trio and I'm super excited about that like that's my major one also kind of like mid-September Amer and Amyun who are both like really popular Japanese artists uh, are coming out with a album like basically on the same day and always love their stuff like most of Japan because they're like one of the top artists I'm looking forward to card Card's got a, a comeback coming True. up. So I'm always, I mean, they're sort of hit or miss for me. I, I never hate anything they put out, but sometimes I really, really love it. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, hopefully, either way, I'm probably going to enjoy it. So, you know, it'll likely be a good dance song because it's Card and that's what they do. <laughs> Blackpink's got another, like, a collaboration coming mm-hmm. out. And I think yeah, that one's so. still, it's, like, still a secret, maybe, who they're collaborating with. I, I can't thought, remember. I thought it was Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. I, I think, well, yeah. Like, there's been, it's been weird because it was, yeah. like, everybody was, like, oh, it's going to be Ariana. And then they were, like, no, no. Somebody leaked that it was SG. And then they were, like, and the company just keeps, like, YG keeps coming out and saying, like, can you just just wait? We are going to announce it. Just stop guessing. Stop stop guessing. Well, like, this is what happens so, when you leave people like right wishing <laughs> for new content. They're gonna grasp at everything. Do what we want to do, YG. Like yeah, just, you know. So, and it's you know, Boa's like twentieth anniversary, and there's all these mm. like you know people doing covers of her songs and stuff, and so that's. That's pretty neat. That's oh, Wendy's going to do a cover soon. And I'm so excited because Wendy is finally, like, back to being able to do, like, non-dancing yes. stuff. And I'm so happy. Here we are. I was just thinking about her the other day, thinking, oh, summer. I wonder wonder how she's doing and what's going on. So it was nice to see. So for me, Ace, they're going to have a comeback. Oh, the mm-hmm. images. Oh, the images. Oh, yes. oh the images. So pretty. Oh. <laughs> and... Happily, there's only one version of the album, so I don't have to think very hard. That's how it was with the day six one. Everybody's like, thank God there's only one version. Of course, there's like 8,000 different versions of the postcards, but whatever. (laughs) Fine. We'll take what we can get. (laughs) And then they haven't announced a date yet, but I, I think that the... Astro subunit is supposed to be sometime in September, if I remember that right. That also means in September it's going to be my new BFF, Alexa. Have you heard of her? She's really great. She's going to have an album. If they have 
come across uh, my thoughts at some point. <laughs> but she's been, they've been hinting on like her Instagram and stuff. There's this like weird pyramid type thing. And like every day there's a new thing added to the image. And I'm like, what is going on? This is my <laughs> first comeback with her. I don't understand what's going on. So. <laughs> but you know, I got to support my BFF. Like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Friends support friends. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, the Astro subunit is Moonbin and Sanha. So we know that so far. That's all I know. So it'll be interesting. Hmm. I mean, they're like the main vocals of stuff. So it's not like that that's all that shocking. But, but who knows what it's going to be like. I would guess a ballad, but you never know. Oh, my gosh. That would be so nice. Oof. <laughs> and then I think Akmu's like sometime. Is it, or is is that October? Yeah. ACMU might be October. Oh, you know what? It might be October. But the fact that they're... Oh, YG. Oh. YG. YG, with the way they're handling like the Blackpink releases, they're kind of sounds like they're going to be doing kind of similar to the ACMU stuff. Like, as far as... Here's some singles. Ugh, but then, you know, later pain. there's going to be an album. Yeah. Oh, we're just sprinkle them throughout these months. It's like, can't you just either wait and like have the album you know and then like fully support like promo mm-hmm. that give them time on stage all those things like why do you have to stretch it out because it's not like they get to go on music shows with the singles really so whatever mm. whatever yeah it's fine poor yg artists that's all we can ever say right. <laughs> i'm glad they're making stuff that's all i should say <laughs> Related to Akmu, uh, she's going to be doing the Mulan. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that she's doing the, 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 for Mulan. Reflection, I think. Yeah, Reflection for the, yeah. the Korean. Reflection. <laughs> she's officially. She performs Disney songs a lot. She covers a lot of she Disney does. songs quite often, so it's nice well, that. Disney's fun. Watched a video of her skating while she was singing, like, mm-hmm. one of the Frozen songs. She skates really well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <impressed>. So talented. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another notable that might be a thing for everyone on this podcast is Supram is coming out with her first album. Yes. yes. Came out with their fandom name. And oh. it sucks. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, yes. Um, The official fandom name is the Super M Supporters. Oh, (laughs) Right? Right? The most boring thing ever. Everyone was like, I'd rather be the Spermies. (laughs) (laughs) We were fine with that. And they also came out with the most collapsed friggin' design for their t-shirt that just... So Someone got paid for that, guys. Oh, oh no. Say that. Okay, I gotta mention this just because it's hilarious. In flying, they dropped a cover today or yesterday, and the font that whoever chose for the very beginning of the cover, to t- the title, they used papyrus font, guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Guys. I used to follow, this is like a side note, but I used to follow this guy on YouTube, and like every time he would go, like because he did vlogs and stuff, every time he would go out and like see in the world papyrus being used, he'd be like, he'd zoom in on it and be like, papyrus, and so then everybody started like sending him like images of when they see papyrus out in the world. Every time I see bad fonts like out in the world, I'm a bit of a fontophile, so every time I see bad fonts out in the world, I'm just like... No, 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 no. See, I don't even know that much about fonts other than when it's wrong, it just feels wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Usually feels very wrong. (laughs) 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 Fucking fonts. Also in girl group uh, news, a CLC is coming back with a YouTube thing on next month, which I enjoy CLC. So, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more. Like, we're not going through the entire calendar right now because... No. It's not the I end of the... I feel like announcements are being a little bit 
shorter these days. Because no one knows what the world is doing because it might end tomorrow. That's kind of how we're all living, it feels like. Yeah, and I know for a fact that by the time we upload this episode, like, 14 people will have, like, announced their comebacks and when. <laughs> so Probably by the time we hit stop recording. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to hit Twitter and there's going to be three more announcements. And we'll be like, well, oh, there was actually right. an announcement that I did see because it was sent to me while we've been recording. What? <laughs> Uh, and that uh, Minhyuk from uh, Monster X and Minhyuk from uh, Super Junior are doing a duet. Minhyuks! <laughs> I've been trying to manifest a super group of all the Minhyuks. This is partially coming true. Yeah, so Minhyuk... Um, well, and he's also going to do... I thought he was going to do an OST and then an OST with Shonu as well. Probably. Who knows? And then he has the the neighbor now radio station thing that he does, and he like draws things. Oh my gosh, it's so adorable. I I freaking love Monster X. <laughs> uh, okay, so it was a uh, so, someone sent it to me, and they were like, "Did you see this?" And I was like, "Oh no 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 no, oh no 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> Two of my babies. Two of but my yes. Mom. But yes, 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 yes. <laughs> no, 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 but also yes, 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 yes. Uh, so yeah, that's what's, uh, that's what's going down, man. I'm really happy that K-pop is still actively putting out stuff because it does give us happiness in this time of whatever this need. time is. True. Yeah. This time of chaos and need. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. You can listen to us wherever you're listening to us now, but if you want to mix it up, we are on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and of course, all of our episodes can be found on our website, certifiednunas.com, with other things there as well. You, you can listen to you know, You know the spiel, everyone. If you want to become an official sponsor of this podcast and help us keep things running the grease in the engine as it were you can go to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and become one of our official sponsors uh we put little the extra stuff that gets cut out of the episode little things here and there as a nice thank you uh and we love and appreciate all of our coffee sponsors who just are the best anyway i hope you have a great week and we hope that you stay safe and remember to wear a mask when you leave the house Okay, stay safe, everyone. Bye! Bye!